Check, 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 check. Everyone hear everyone? I can hear. And I can be heard. Right here, right now. Check, check, check. Sick. Are we going on all? Yeah. Cool. Welcome back to the Pretty Good <laughs> Podcast. Today we have Rashad, a.k.a. Rakim P., and he is a DJ around here in Boise and plays all over town, a lot at the uh, Barbacoa Rooftop, Tree Fort, uh, Space Bar, man. You can catch him everywhere down by the river on Sundays. And uh, overall, just fucking great guy. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, of course. I'm back at you. Always showing love. Thank you. Sorry. Um, so, you DJ. We just met a second ago. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> and I spooked, spooked you, and I'm sorry, but we met 30 seconds ago, and that... <laughs> sorry. <laughs> you DJ. How's that? What do you do? What's your, what's your story? Um, yeah, I've been DJing nice for about you. three years. Um, started off taking pictures of two of my friends DJing actually and um, <laughs> one of my guys uh, one of the transitions I noticed that it was off and um, a light bulb just went off and I just used to go over to his house and practice on his equipment and I just thought it was way more fun the way it looked actually uh, was more fun than taking pictures it wasn't as easy as I thought it was but the more that I practiced the more that I kind of understood and started watching more videos on how to DJ, asking them how to DJ, and then started DJing. I'd say I interned for them for a full year. No pay, no nothing. Um, just kind of setting up. And whenever I got my chance to DJ, a little hour set or 30-minute set, oh, I took that opportunity like no other. Hopped on and just did my thing. Um so yeah, that's kind of how the DJing aspect of it started. Just watching other people DJ, taking pictures of them, and then yeah, so, photography. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> what like start? What started that? Were you like always just like pictures of people, or were you just into cameras or like landscape stuff or filming or? Not even really. Uh, I had a friend, and she had a camera at her house. Um, so I just used to take it and just take random pictures around her house. Mm -hmm. And she let me borrow a camera. So I would take it out with me everywhere to concert shows downtown, literally in the middle of the night downtown, uh, going out, just taking random pictures, trying to get a feel for it. Didn't necessarily know what I wanted to take a picture of. And then again, I would get on YouTube and kind of look at all these different photographers. I can't remember the one guy's name, um, but he introduced me to like this urban style which is more like clothes, uh, nightlife, bright lights. Well, not necessarily bright, but neon lights mm -hmm. and kind of getting that feel for it, making it look cool. So I was doing that for a little bit, and it was a passion at the time. And then I found DJing, and then that passion quickly changed. So what, like, I guess was the moment that made you go, like, oh, DJing is, like, what I want to 
pursue like just, um was it just being around it and then being around it yeah because i was around it all the time i'd go to where my boys were djing on sundays and i would listen to their mix listen to their music selection um see how they interacted with the crowd saw how they mix how they transition um and i just thought that would be fun i've always been the one like growing up grabbing the ox or people passing me the phone or something and telling me to play music or burning music on the CDs and just taking them on road trips and stuff and just kind of setting the vibe for road trips. So have you ever played like just the absolute worst choice of a song to play that you just completely misread oh. the vibe of the room? Oh, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely. And that's and what I makes need you. you. <laughs> And that's actually what makes you a better DJ, you know? You got to fail in those aspects sometimes and um, just kind of learn what the people are wanting, listen to what they're wanting, kind of bounce off of that. Um, so if they want to hear a certain song, you know, my homework, I went home, I plugged in that song on Spotify. And Spotify has like a great feature where you can literally search a song that song will be over, it'll have a little pause, and then you just hit next, or it'll play automatically, and it'll play recommended songs or like songs, and then that's kind of how I got caught up with that. But yes, I've crashed and burned many, many times. <laughs> um, which, you know, like I said, it's it's a it's a learning curve. I mean, now when I listen to old mix, I cringe. <laughs> so they just sit there, I don't upload them, nothing. They cringe, and it's just kind of like, a good look back you know when you're kind of looking back at where you started to where you're at right now totally i feel like that's similar almost with like doing stand-up and stuff where like you have those like sets where you just bomb and like a lot of it like when you're like looking back at a recorded set you're like oh fuck like this one sucked like and it might have been all right but like you're still just like oh, i can do so much better like looking for the next one absolutely when you're like going up for like a half hour set like how many songs do you like want to have like on deck I wish they were half hour sets. Actually, no, I don't. Usually, it's like one. Uh, one. One. Uh, I think my longest was like a seven hour set, and that was Shit. a. What? Hold on. What was it? It wasn't a wedding. I don't necessarily count weddings, but I forget. Oh, it was a uh, football camp that I did on the blue. Oh, that shit. was crazy. Like I could have easily made a mix and took a break, but. I went from, I believe it was like 11 a.m. to 6.30, 7 p.m., straight mixing. Um, and at that point, it's just you play anything, whatever, and anything. And, I mean, with football, all the kids, all they like to listen to is hip-hop. I throw in some rock and stuff and metal and whatnot when it's necessary. But, no, it's a lot. But an hour set versus that, it's like I'll probably pick. 50 to 100 songs yeah um because there's a lot of songs that i do download that i like but it doesn't quite necessarily fit the vibe mm -hmm. you know so you got to be able to pivot off of that and maybe play the third song that you downloaded out of that bunch instead of you know that one that you like and you just save it for later what's your sleep schedule like man let me tell <laughs> you these last three days i've been at home all day done um this dj man it has elevated me i'm definitely a night owl for sure um uh, i could stay up but it's crazy because i'll still wake up early it's very rare that's lucky yeah it's very <laughs> rare that i wake up um past like 11 o'clock unless i'm out until 
seven, eight o'clock. You know what I mean? But usually I'm home by like I'll say three, four, five the latest. I mean I've done <laughs> I've stayed up way longer than that before. Oh, yeah. uh, I think we call those benders. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a slang have, term. Right. A couple of those. <laughs> yeah, so uh, but it's good. It's like you know, with me, I just got a relationship in October, um, so I was definitely like. I felt like shut down. I wasn't able to express myself the way that I wanted to. Um, so getting out of that relationship, I really dove into, you know, being out, doing what I want, not having to answer to nobody, not having the time I needed to come in. So, you know, I've just been, you know, honestly out here. And I've been saying I've been like a menace in the streets type <laughs> shit. Um, but it's, you know, it's been cool. I The part that I like about it is, I mean, if I didn't have to sleep, I wouldn't sleep. Um, so I just like kicking in with people that like to party, that like, like that like to have a good time, and you know catching up with a lot of people. You know, there's a lot of friends and people that I've built relationships with that I haven't seen, talked to, or hung out with in two years. You know, pre October, last October. Um, so with me, it was just getting back out there and getting in front of people, and you know, just kicking it. Because I was like that DJ that was like, all right, I, I'm done with this set. I'm going, I'm going home but now it's like nah what y'all doing we find an after party like let's kick it some more you know i was just working for four hours i want to kick it with y'all on Fair a different enough. level fuck yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck sounds him. exhausting but in a, in a in a really fun way definitely definitely exhausting you just got to ground yourself and listen to your body you ever just fuck around and throw like the national anthem in or something or um like, just a no all right. Not like the Jimi Hendrix one. <laughs> no, haven't even thought about it. I mean, you may have sparked something right there, just, like, just to try. <laughs> I don't know, like just purposely, like throw it all off and slow it down. Nope. No, so like too much, too much rides on that man. It's like yeah. too much rides on that, you know, because it's like that's your livelihood at this point, right? It, like, it, it is, is. your full time like oh, job. Yeah. Yep, I left my other job. Um, I was doing window cleaning. Shout out Tree City Window Cleaners. Um, I was doing it with them, and then I just, you know, I got burnt out. I had like five gigs in one week plus doing that, and I had to make a choice, you know, whether it was to do this or that. And I honestly got like super, super depressed, really, really drained. I completely shut down for an entire week. Yeah. Like phone, nobody hit me. People hit me up, me not responding. Mm-hmm. Just in bed, just not doing anything, door dashing so much. It was like very, very unhealthy, you know, and I had to, you know, pick my mental health over that and pick what I actually wanted to do, you know what I mean? So, totally. Yeah. I can identify with that. I've been through those like bouts of just being like down on yourself and just like self isolating a lot and like not feeling like wanting to like show yourself to the world mm-hmm. ever or like leave your bedroom. Yep. It's fucking tough to like pull yourself out of that for sure. But it is. It is. And then uh, go ahead. Sorry. No, you're good. I was just going to say like once you do like you definitely feel like a lot more like I don't know just like more power like more, you have more power over your life, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Speaking of mental health, uh, we had this conversation in the last podcast I did. Uh, so what things do you have that like very uber specific things that make you like happy and feel good and hopeful for the world like for example like 
if you're driving through a neighborhood in the morning and you see like two kids walking home from a gas station with like a bag of candy and you're like mom gave you a few bucks to like ball out of the gas station Mm -hmm. that's sick they're gonna have a good saturday i used to do that (laughs) what's your like what's like um i mean there's a few i mean i ride my bike a lot i like to roller skate um thrift shopping is definitely up there i love that um i just like i like fashion i like style i like going out and finding you know two dollar pieces and making a thousand dollar outfit out of it you know what i mean it's mm-hmm. just putting it together and it's just how you put it together how you it's match this with this <laughs> mm-hmm. um what else uh water um grounding myself being outside camping for sure i haven't been this year yet last year i went a lot and i haven't been this year yet i think that's what one thing that i'm missing for sure yeah out of this year to kind of you know help with that just being away from everything and yeah just spending time with myself in nature it's like yeah nice yeah that's sweet <laughs> that's good that made me happy <laughs> those are all good things yeah absolutely make a two dollar outfit a thousand dollar yeah that's a good line dude that's a really good line podcast so i'm like intrigued like when you're djing and shit how long do you like let a song play into right like before you like transition out does it just depend on like what you're watching the crowd doing Mm -hmm. like and then like how much how much of it are you like finding that dance beat right and like Mm -hmm. looping it over and finding that like fucking like perfect kind of like rhythm and Mm -hmm. like bpms and like trying to make something new out of it yeah um well yeah it definitely depends on the situation i'll say weddings versus versus uh clubs are a little bit different clubs and bars weddings people are there to party you only have like sometimes two to three hours and so with that I'm letting it play, probably getting to the first chorus, then I'm mixing in the second song with the first chorus of the first song and getting out of there quick. Um, Let them be able to sing the lyrics, you know, sometimes I cut the beat, let them rap it or let them sing it, and then let them go, go, go. You hear them start to die down, and boom, you bring in the next song. Or sometimes you kind of mix it together. There's this... um, one of the tracks that I download off BPM Supreme is like um, there's a quick mix, there's a quick intro, then there's a, a regular intro, and then there's the regular song. So um, the regular, the quick mix would be like, let's say the song is five minutes, it'll cut it down to two and a half minutes. Let's say it's the regular intro, it'll move it from five minutes to like six minutes and some change if that it just makes the song a little bit longer the quick mixes those are the ones that i rec- that i would play at weddings mostly uh, just because you just got so much music to work with and they do all the mixing for you so it's really nice uh, but yeah it's usually and kind of depending on my time if i have an hour then i'm in and out if I have four hours, then I might spend a little bit more time. I might even go two courses on the song mm-hmm. um, before I get out of it. Or if it's a song that I like, <laughs> I let it play. Yeah. Or if it's a song that a lot of people like, like what's the little Uzi Vert joint? The just want I just want to rock. Oh, yeah, like yeah. I mean, you could play that song from start to finish, mm-hmm. and people will still you know be at the same level of energy. 
um, from start to finish. So it, it just all depends. And looking in the crowd, you know, you can tell people's demeanor, people's body language. Are they getting tired of the song? Are they looking up at me like, all right, next song, next song? You know, so with that happening before I started, um, I definitely got a lot of looks. And then now I kind of base it so... I don't want nobody looking at me. Yeah. Don't come up to me asking for a request. And so I try to do my best to, you know, mix in, mix out, kind of guess how long I want the song to play or how long they want me to play the song. You know what I mean? Totally. But ultimately, that's what I want. You know, I do this, yeah. I, I, of course, for the people, but I definitely do this for me and just kind of getting into different genres different beats different bpms mm-hmm. and you know planning for people and you know kind of seeing what people are into or What's not the weirdest request you've ever got <sighs> you know Pretty people good podcast <laughs> 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 they um oh taylor swift i'm playing hip-hop all night and people come up and ask for like a taylor swift song and i just look at them i'm just like well, no. which one i don't know man <laughs> If it's Taylor Swift, I'm just Bunch like, girls. Nah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It just, I don't know, it's just not me, you know? And I'm just like, there's plenty of other DJs out here. <laughs> there's plenty of other DJs out here that will play what you want. Like, when people come to me, like, I set that vibe, I set that tone, you know, that I'm going to play what I want. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're going to get this type of vibe from me. If you don't like it, like I said, there's how many bars, how many DJs in town? When you come there or wherever I'm at, I look at it as people specifically coming there to hear something new, hear something different. And that's what I try to provide at everything that I do. Something new and different because we hear the same shit all the time. Totally. Yeah. So. Does that kind of have to do with like how you're feeling for that night? Like, is it is it that different every night? Um, or? I mean, that's I say that's the most consistent one. Uh, sometimes don't t- don't get me wrong, I won't always shut down a request <laughs> if it makes sense. And I like forget about a song. I'm just like, oh yeah, that's a good one. Got you coming up next. Or sometimes people ask me for requests. I'm just like, I'm not feeling it. But they'll sit there and look at me and wait till it comes on. And I'll be like, I- I'll play it later. I'll play it later. I got it coming up. I got it coming up. It's by Journey. <laughs> 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 yeah, I've definitely gotten some Journey requests too, especially at weddings. But those are places that it's okay, it's especially like here in Idaho. I mean, it's a yeah. predominantly white um population so it makes sense to play that because everybody know, plays that mm. i can't play that at a black wedding yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> i'm like what the hell man give me my deposit back <laughs> so yeah it just has to make sense just has to make sense fair enough best item you've gotten from a thrift store this year Ooh, best item i've gotten from a thrift store this year I'd say there's two. Um, I went to Shadow Graveyard um, Thrift Store. They're over off Main Street, over by Torch. Um, I got these pants, these blue Levi's that had like brown paint splattered all over them. Um, it literally looked like somebody just painted <laughs> or like threw paint all over it. Um, it was cool. Those are my favorite pants. So they just recently ripped. And I was kind of sad about that. And then I did get like a this hat. It was a brown bureau of land management hat. 
Yeah, that's a good hat. Nah, it was, it was, it's pretty <laughs> sick. I really like it a lot. Nah, but it's funny because like the initials is BLM, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I'll be walking around and like this, like a white a white dude would be like, "Hey, like your BLM hat? Take it off real quick." I'm just like, "What?" Oh. <laughs> BLM management, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, but the it's, logo a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd say like thus far that'd be this year the best combo of stuff that I got. For sure. Fuck I yeah. wear that hat all the time. Um, I wore the jeans probably like twice a week. Like I said, they ripped at my last mushroom show. That was tragic. Oh, damn. Literally bent over, split right down the butt. Oh, that's the worst place oh. to rip it. But I had a big old 2XL t-shirt on, so uh, nobody, it, we was good. Nobody saw. We was good. <laughs> we were good. <laughs> you ever stage dove? Stage div- no. divin? Mm-mm. <laughs> Hell no. I'm good. Uh, yeah, there's no need. For me, at least. For other people, cool. I feel like for light people, I'm like, I'm like pushing 200 pounds, you know? But like for a little Uzi Vert, he's like, what? A buck 30? Yeah, probably. You know, that's Maybe easier. You know? <laughs> he's tired. <laughs> barely need a- <laughs> Yeah. It's three people. Like, money, exactly. Money be shorter. <laughs> Like a I just beach ball. Stay in my lane. I like <laughs> my feet on the ground, so we're okay. good there. <laughs> I want to hear about something going wrong. Something like, going wrong? Yeah. Like, oh, I definitely fell s- the stage, or like someone fought you, or um, something going wrong during DJing. I would say, so we got these cue pads, right? I'd say the 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 one thing that's gone wrong is just like in the middle of a set in front of a bunch of people, and um, I have this mono headphone and it has like a curly cord, and I'll pick it up, I'll put it to my ear, listen to the next track, and then I'll put it down, and then it will stop. It will press press on the cue button and just completely stop or start the whole song over, mm-hmm. like in the worst part to start the song over. Oh. Nice. Yeah, like you're in the middle of the chorus and it just starts all the way over. And you just got to play it off, you know. So I don't know. That's why I can't really say that there's a worse thing that's happened because it's all like improv at that point. So if that were to happen, you know, I'll do that. And then I'll do this little backspin and I'll talk to the crowd real quick. I was like, oh, y'all ready, ready. Okay, I was just testing y'all. And then you start it over and then Make you just. My way down. <laughs> And you just started oh, over, man. So it's all like trial and error, I guess. I th- um, damn, I'm trying to think of something else that's worse than that. Besides picking terrible music to play and mix. Um, yeah, that would be top. Nice. Yeah. Did you study like music theory or anything like that? No, I did not. Um, I grew up kind of musically inclined. Um, my grandma had a church in her basement. We're from Trinidad and Tobago, so we grew up Baptist. So the way we did church was way different. I mean, we had a tambourines, uh, shakers, djambes, congos, bongos. And so that's what I was playing all growing up. I always wanted a drum set, but my mom didn't allow it because she didn't want me making a whole bunch of noise no, in no her noise. ear. And I was like, Ma... You don't understand. I could have been a world-class drummer. I I highly believe that I could have been a world-class drummer right now. Um, people say it's never too late, but um, I don't know. It's it's hard to devote time yeah. like when you're, I feel like, older to yeah. like something. You know, like when you're a kid, it's just so easy to just like do that shit all day, every day, right? Cause exactly. Because there's no responsibilities and mm-hmm. get good and stuff, but... 
I mean, yeah, there's always, I think there's always time to like start it, you know, like just get, get tapping, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I got a good ear. I got a good rhythm. If I'm on a drum set right now, like I could play like a solid beat, but it's just all the combinations and where to come in, where to stop. That's the stuff that kind of rocks me. Cause like rock music and like, I don't know if you've ever been to a black person's church, but their praise and worship is different. Yeah. I follow this guy um, on Instagram and I just, I don't get it. I'm just like, man, you know, I wish, like I see what you're doing, I hear what you're doing, I understand. But when it comes to using all your limbs and making them work in yeah. not in sync, you know, but still in sync at the same time, <sighs> that's just something I wish. So you grew up in Trinidad and Tobago? No, my parents are from there. I grew up in, uh, oh, okay. born in D.C., raised in Maryland. Okay. When, so you grew up, your grandma had a church in the basement, is mm -hmm. that what you said? Yeah. <laughs> it was cool. It was almost, it was It was kind of weird. I mean, they, my grandma, she has a, they speak, I don't know necessarily know the language. I just call it broken English because, I mean, if you listen to her speak, you can kind of understand her, but then some words you're just like, what? But then I'd be able to understand it, you know what I mean, mm -hmm. to a certain mm -hmm. extent. <clears throat> but I grew up here, and my mom, she was born in Trinidad. My aunt was born here, but been around my grandma all her life. So for me, especially when we were in church and learning about God and the Bible, like, it was tough for me, man. I could barely understand what anybody was saying, you know, and mm -hmm. I just had to read my verses every day, sing my hymns play the drums or the bongos and yeah. then that was it for me you know so yeah it's a little different yeah that is different for sure mm -hmm. when uh when did you make the move out from uh maryland to out here oh uh, i'm a military brat so oh, i've been okay. moving all my life i stayed with okay. my grandma for probably like the first 10 years of my life my mom she was deployed like quite often when i was young so i stayed there and she got back and like every t after that every two to six years different state different state different country sometimes um and then we were in washington state 06 to 08 i graduated moved to virginia then i had some friends go to school in montana and they talked me into walking on so i went out there walked on played for them for six years registered my first two years played the last four and then um yeah moved up here with one of my best friends and we lived in his parents' townhouse. It was three of them in a two-bedroom. Or is it a three-bedroom? It was a three-bedroom, yeah, me and him. And this dude's like 6'3", 220, like big dude. And we shared the same room, like two beds in one room, smaller than a dorm. Damn. Like his bed this way, my bed this way. So it was either my feet by his head or his feet by my head, yeah. just kind of depending. <clears throat> No heads by heads, though. Why? Just snoring. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. The snoring. I just needed to be as far away from that as possible, but I don't think it mattered in the in the amount of space that we were in at all. <laughs> I don't want him to like give me a wet willy or something. <laughs> <laughs> something weird. <laughs> try to kiss me or something. <laughs> but yeah, that was um, yeah, that was that. That's how I got out here, and there was no reason either. You know, I was in Dillon, Montana, man. 
graduated, didn't know what the next move was. I could have been anywhere, to be honest. But yeah. glad Dev came here, to be honest, because I don't know if I would have found the passion for DJing anywhere else, but who knows, because I didn't go anywhere else. But always thankful for that opportunity. So no, uh, yeah, no regrets. Beautiful. Fuck yeah. Thanks, man. <laughs> And that's the way the cookie crumbled. <laughs> uh, what uh, do you do? Other like performy things? Other DJing is the main thing. Um, aside from you know me DJing and my own solo career, I do uh, DJ for a couple groups. Um, shout out Nobody and Late Bloomer, um, two dope groups out here. Um, and I've done a bunch of shows with the both of them. Um, yeah, that's about it, to be honest. That's it. What's like? What's the goal? What's the idea? Like, you wake up tomorrow. Is it just more of this? More of what? Definitely. Uh, my my goal. I want to travel. I want to go international with DJ. I said I gave myself a timeline three to five years. I actually want to move to the UK. Um, I just love the DJ style out there. A lot of the music that I play um, is like all UK rap, garage, grime. Um, I just love it. I love the way they talk. I love, you know, the way they dress, the way they move, the way they party. Um, yeah, I, yeah. it's. Uh, you should definitely talk to our buddy Chase. He like lived out there for like eight years. Oh, and he's like going back out there in like a month to live out there again he's like living in mccall right now but oh, uh I'm, I'm gonna try to call him to get him out here this weekend but yeah we should definitely like you can talk to him he like went to like did like a bunch of jewelry apprenticeship out there mm -hmm. he's like really into like the techno scene and stuff like lived in this like warehouse in uh in london that like they had like a dj venue in the back of the warehouse and like he lived with a bunch of djs there and they'd just be like partying up all night and shit and like just going super hard i think we talked a little bit about it in the episode we had with him maybe but fucking he's a really cool cat he uh he moved there and uh he definitely like he moved there when he was 18 and that was like probably 10 years ago and uh he developed like he was there for like eight years. Developed like pretty heavy accent. Mm -hmm. That's what I want, bro. <laughs> That's what I want. When I hit, you ever seen the show Top Boy on uh, Netflix? It's produced by Drake, um, but it's literally the UK, all UK like gangsters and shit. And at one point, like I was watching everything uk on netflix and i started talking like it yeah and i just i just love it. everybody <laughs> it's, it's just well, so it's <laughs> so proper and everything the language out there is just so simple and it makes yeah. way more sense than <laughs> american yeah. language like every, anybody can have their own opinion but it's so simple it's so simple i don't know it's cool i like it it's also nice just like how more connected you are over there to mm. like the other cultures of the world you know like Absolutely. america is so isolated and mm. like where we are like and that's why like so many people are so fucking like xenophobic i think just because like you're not exposed to that constant like different opinion and culture and everything like english kids growing up like take field trips to france to fucking spain to yep. fucking you know all these places super quickly and shit and like takes us you know eight out like 14 hours to drive to fucking mexico to see like any other type of culture yeah that's a fact 
because I'm not going to Canada. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'd, that's I'd not even that. different culture than us. <laughs> a little bit, <laughs> like but kinda, not necessarily. Way northern, but <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the border, the borders of Canada are like pretty, pretty similar to a lot of U.S. cities in yeah. the north. You know, like Minnesota and fucking shit. I would definitely say Canada is the closest thing to UK. Yeah, once you get Here. like East Canada. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. You could go to like Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's like part of the country. I s- <laughs> Dude, the biggest mystery I think in the American what? language is why we call it Arkansas and not Arkansas. I probably because too many people get like Kansas confused with it. Arkansas. Or Arkansas. No, it's your Arkansas. Arkansas. The Arkansas. Your, your Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Arkansas. Arkansas. What about you? <laughs> One Kansas. See, and that's another thing. Like, you you take that word up to so or put that in front of somebody from the UK. They're gonna pronounce it exactly how it says. Exactly. Like Arkansas, you would expect that S on the end to be a W, but oh. we call it. I think I feel like a British person would say, Arkansas? What is that? (laughs) There's like a few words that they don't. I I think it's just a T. I think they just missed the T. I like pterodactyl. (laughs) I like pneumonia. (laughs) Exactly. Would they they use the silent uh, (laughs) letters? Pterodactyl and pneumonia. Uh, Pneumonia. And pterodactyl. Pterodactyl. (laughs) Pterodactyl. (laughs) Anyways. <laughs> yep. Oh, <Boy>. I <laughs> Well, blow me. Uh, what's, uh, you got any red flags? <laughs> bruv. Uh, any red flags, bruv? Let me tell you. Um, in terms of what, though? I like, you know, girl, relationship? Um, I don't, I don't know. Do you I'll just, toxic I'll just, traits? I'll just stay there, then, in a relationship, uh, out of a... Significant other red flag can't cook, definite mm. red flag. Like, to what extent? Like, like if you're if you're willing to learn how to cook and you can follow instructions and try and cook, cool. But if you just say, "I'm not cooking," I'll order out every day. Red oh, flag. Sorry, that, there are some people that are like ignorant to learning cook, like kind of try not to learn that's yeah. dumb and it's really therapeutic actually it's especially dumb. when it comes out perfect you're just like damn so see, dude i was like eyeball like, a new dude, recipe a experiment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it works <laughs> <laughs> um shit other red flags i don't know i'd say it's, i don't know do you think you personally have any hell yeah like what i mean Shit, I don't know. Sometimes saying nothing says the most. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would love to hear what somebody else's red flag about me is. Mm. I say procrastination is a red flag of my own that I don't like. Um, well, I should. Say you were pretty early to this. Yeah. That that's pretty cool. Yeah. That, that doesn't seem very procrastinated to me. I mean. Sometimes I am, sometimes I'm not. Just depends. Right. I'm super excited about this, so yeah. Uh, so are we. Yeah. Well, thanks. 
Thanks for having me too, by the way. Yeah, dude, of course. You're welcome. Anytime. Anytime. Except tomorrow, I'm busy. Yeah, I, I'm Same. also probably busy. Tomorrow. Same. Yeah, Thursday. Yeah, yeah. caught me on a Thursday. good free day. <laughs> this is like the last day of my detox, so you caught me on a good day. I'm You've finally been- feeling like myself again. Good. Yeah. Good. I've been, like I said, since mm, Sunday, I just crashed. Actually, I lied. I came back from Salt Lake and went straight to the bars and partied. Nice. So it's probably normal? Monday, Tuesday, all day today. Just been kicking in. Finally, I went to the park yesterday, y'all. Oh, Took my blanket, beautiful. went and got a bagel from Sarah's, Sarah's Bagel, and I ate it. Was at the park. Fell asleep for three hours. That is gorgeous. Nice. It Dude, was that's am- the kind of shit I'm trying to do more of. It that was amazing. Nice. And it's just I'm doing to frolic. it. frolic. <laughs> Dude. I, I know we're not out here frolicking. <laughs> <laughs> when was the last time you frolicked? <laughs> the last time I frolicked? Yeah. Man, it's been a minute. Yeah. Holy shit. Dude. Have you ever just meandered? <laughs> <laughs> you know when you just go on a meander? <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, man. <laughs> Damn, now you got me thinking about frolicking. Dude, I need to go fucking frolic. <laughs> I just want to find a field and fucking just a, yeah, frolic. Field of wildflowers. Yeah. Frolicking. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, bruv. Uh so you've been doing a lot of traveling lately for for your shit, man? Yeah, sorry. I'm still thinking about, fro- about frolicking. I'm picturing myself frolicking. Traveling, yeah. I mean, I, ha- um, I went to Atlanta once. Um, it was like late last year. It was actually, s- you listen. Um, shout out Uffy. Um, he's a local artist out here. Um, him and Donish, they all took me to Atlanta to meet this artist who I was like auditioning to DJ for his tour. And... That was the first time I've ever been like in like the same room as a somewhat famous artist. Um, lived in a big old huge house, three stories. One of his living rooms was a whole closet, just unopened clothes. When we got there, as soon as we got there, we like kicked it for like five minutes. He was like, all right, we'll be back. This man goes and picks up a purple Ferrari coupe it was in sure. it was insane That's and then like his security pizza his security picked us up from the airport they were in uh these cadillac escalade suvs and then i'll never forget when we all went out and uh, we went to this restaurant and they were just like yeah man just get whatever you want and so everybody got this these uh lamb chops and they looked super good but i wanted something different and then when i had the something different i was like damn i should have got the lamb chops like i should have just trust and believe in the people that do this all the time but it was cool because like the security was actually future security um it was features a literal security like and it was just dope then they were just telling me stories about you know future how he goes like 120 miles an hour on the freeway or through town and security is right behind him on his ass because you know everybody they call the police department before let them know future's in town because if you're stiff you stop driving again (laughs) (laughs) but now it's it's even it's even deeper than that because it's just like if you stop or if people notice you like there's a chance that you know you you get get robbed or you get lit up or or get swarmed you know so it was mobbing so it was just dope we were just going a hundred plus miles an hour on the highway just weaving through traffic it was it was crazy. You really live the the rapper lifestyle. 
Dude got a package in the mail, just this Cuban link necklace, diamonds, literally <laughs> dancing. Crazy. But, nah. I do that. Atlanta, uh, one of my main spots I've been going to Salt Lake, too, a lot. Um, I know a lot of people down in Salt Lake. And it was Joshy Soul and his crew, Norbs, Cam, Candido, um, Jackson, uh, and Mike. And I got real close with them from Tree Fort. And they heard me DJ here a few times. And it was Joshy who put me on to the guys down in Salt Lake at this bar called Alibi. It's like a smaller but intimate vibe. People my age, a little bit older. Um, it was just uh, the ultimate vibe. And so up until... I went this past weekend, but I took like two weekends off, two months off, two or three months off actually, because I was just spending a lot of time and energy down there, you know, turning up with them and then realizing, you know, the same thing that they're doing that I'm complaining about not being here, I could do that here, mm -hmm. you know, so I go down there, I get inspiration, I get ideas and I come back here and I implement them here and then there's been like what four or five events that they've done that i brought here one i did a parade around the north end like me and my boy we were in the back of a pickup truck i even had will there space bar with his space car Fuck yeah. um and we like mobbed around it was like kind of like a dance protest with all the shit that was going down in 2020 mm. i didn't want it to be I mean, obviously, it was a serious thing, but I wanted to bring some light, love, and laughter to it and fun. So we literally got probably like 100-plus people just mobbing around downtown North End um, in the back of a truck, DJ set up in the back of a truck, speaker right there on the uh, tailgate, going like two miles an hour. Everybody just following. There's people on roller skates, bikes. So that was one. And then they have a yeah, similar. To get home. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh no! We told him it was like, "Hey, this is the North End. You can go down any street <laughs> and get to the same location." So true, <laughs> Perfect grid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then like, uh, what they got like this place behind a shoe store down there called Feist Gallery, and um, it's kind of like a freak, a way smaller freak alley. Mm. Um, but I did a show out in Freak Alley here. I thought that was dope. That's sick. Uh, a lot of people came out, and everybody like. They respond well. So totally. it's like I just keep getting these ideas and keep executing them here. And it's been a good turnout for sure. So you're doing all your own like management and like fucking promoting. Yeah, and man. Like, it's tough. Just fucking booking your own shows and stuff. It's tough, man. Because sometimes I um, like I remember there's one I booked two weddings in one day and um, or two weddings in one weekend. But it was like months out. And it, the day came up, and then I just went through my email and typed in the date, and I saw that I was booked on both these days. And I was like, damn, I got to cancel one of these. And one of them already gave me a deposit, you know, so I had to go with the lesser Shit. deposit. And it was somebody that I knew, too. Um, so that made that easier, which one to go with. Um, mm. But, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's like booking. It's doing the flyers, doing the content, reaching out to people. But the nice thing about how far I've come, man, is I very rarely have to reach out to anybody. A lot of people hit me up, and yeah. I just go ahead and I DJ based off of that. So, totally. That's great. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. When you were <laughs> in Atlanta... <laughs> dinner yeah what different thing did you get i just got tacos man like these chicken tacos and it was just so 
basic, you know? I was just like, I can eat these at home. I could make these. I ain't never had no lamb the way that they had it. And look, there was like this. Oh, no, man. I mean to out you like that. No, it's okay. <laughs> I, I, I call myself a dumbass when I, I didn't. I wouldn't have said that either. <laughs> <laughs> it was just not a smart move, especially, you know, that's just like somebody taking you on a date and be like, get whatever you want. And you get a fucking burger when you can get a whole yeah, ass pasta steak. with butter and salt. <laughs> 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 Do you have that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what? Uh, can I drink water live on here? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm uh, <laughs> parched, guys. Can you promote the water you're drinking? I won't do that. It's okay. Not yet. It's unless, uh, no, it's not. It's, not, it's from the source. Oh. 100%. Spring water. You ever been natural to You ever been water. to the source? <laughs> the source? Where is the source? The source. Where the water comes from. High up in the mountains. You got to climb. I you got to climb. All the water's from the source. So not all. I mean, most of them. No. Yeah, yeah, no. Right, but there's different sources. Yeah. Well, what that's, do you mean? That's a fact. It, none of them specify. There's springs. They all say they're from yeah. the source. There's well, just Natural Every spring source water. is the spring. They're all the source. What? <laughs> if it's straight from the source, like the source is a place. Natural spring water. You're going to get us fucked up, dude. From the mountains. <laughs> 100%. That's what you want to look for right. on a bottle of water. Just 100% you'll see. You'll see. Go Sounds look, like it all comes from straight from go, the source. Go get a bottle of Aquafina, and you will not see the source on there at all. This bit is scary to me now. They play with your water. <laughs> what? It's all types of bleach and shit in there, so you get that natural water. Way better. Yeah. Have you ever heard of a Kangen machine? A what? A Kangen. K-A-N-G-E-N. Yep, look it up. Okay. <laughs> look it up. Look it up. That's a device that I want to own. It purifies your water with natural minerals. Ooh. My friend in college, his mom put me onto that. And there was just like layers of different types of rocks in there that all just went through. Oh, I think yeah. I've heard of these. It's like a yeah. Water. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Damn, the okay. best. And like Shit. Boise, was it Boise Juice Co? I love going there and filling mm. up my water because that's all they use. They oh, use it really? to wash their fruit, mm -hmm. their vegetables, everything. Shit. Aren't they like There's just a difference. And there's like a lot four of four or five hundred bucks or something. Hell no! Like more than that. Four or five thousand oh, dollars. I think shit. the cheapest one I've yeah. seen was actually on Facebook Marketplace, oh, yeah, and it was right. for like eighteen hundred. But I didn't have eighteen hundred dollars at the yeah. time, so yeah, well, shit out of luck. I was thinking of a different thing. Yeah, I mean, investing your health, right? Yeah, I mean, pays to be healthy. Shit, I'd rather pay five grand than die. So. <laughs> 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 when you say it like that. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, shit, dude. <coughs> <clears throat> what? Uh, oh man, I just some I weird brand. I always start a question before I think of a question. <laughs> 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 How old were you when you were born? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, gotcha. what's your favorite place to go camping? What's your favorite? Um, uh, Stanley, Stanley, bro. I fucking love Stanley, Idaho. Um. It's just so beautiful. I went. I did like three weddings out there. 
two of them I camped. One of them I uh, had a cabin, and the cab the camping like beat the cabin for me personally. I mean, it was nice sleeping on a comfy bed, but also it was an old ass cabin, and I don't know how old those beds were. So we went we went to this campsite. One of them was right by uh, Redfish Lake. It was actually yeah, you drive in. There's a whole bunch of other people. Um, camping there, but they had a really good setup, like a little rocky area for you to put your tent on. Then they had a fire pit and like just area for you and your family to to hang out. You know, we wake up, go right down the hill, and there was Redfish Lake. It was just beautiful. And then another spot was just like in some woods somewhere, um, not as far as Redfish. Oh no, it was. Uh, I can't even tell you where it was to be honest. It was at the top peak of this mountain. I went with some friends once, and it just overlooked all of Stanley. Uh, it was super, super cool. And the cabin was cool. Don't get me wrong. It was cool, but I'm not trying to have lights and watch TV. I want to live like I ain't got it, mm-hmm. you know, and just reset, ground myself. So that's why I like camping and love camping, actually. I really do. Two dollar outfit into a thousand. Absolutely. Goddamn right. What's your favorite movie? Ooh. I'll give you my favorite Adam Sandler movie, Mr. Deeds, hands down. Okay. That's then that might be my favorite movie, honestly, of all time. I think so. I like that. I like the old school ones, like. Um, I mean, you got all the Disney ones that are all classics. Uh, but I say all in all, I could watch Mr. Deeds all day, every day. Um, there's another one called The Wood. I used to watch that one a lot. It's about these three uh, best friends that lived in Inglewood, California. It was just a whole series of events that went down um, over, a, I think, five-year time span from high school or from middle school to high school, yeah. So that happened to me. What? <laughs> I had a series of events happen the five years after high school. What would you call it? Life. There's already a movie called Life. You can't take that one. Oh, we just watched Life. that movie the other day. <laughs> Life <laughs> two. I don't think that would Max's work. life. Okay, there Most we go. Most people's life. I mean, life is a series of events. Or if you call it, if the if. The one that I just said is the wood. Yeah. You could call yours in the trees. I could. Or the tree. Or the boy. The red tree. Hey. <laughs> Where the red fern grows. <laughs> <laughs> That's a sad It's a good one, though. I think you only watch it in school, though. You would only watch it in school? Oh, so it was a PG movie? No, nah, I just remember that was like a book we all had to read. I did, no. yeah, we read school that in school for sure. We oh, watched wait. the movie. Which one? Where, Where the, the Red, red Fern, fern grows. grows. Sorry. Oh. Where the Red Fern... I don't know if... Wait. <laughs> is that the real name of the movie? Or is it's it Where book, the Where yeah, the Wild the, Things Are? Both. No, that's a different movie. In oh, okay. Okay. I was the little... one with the monsters and yeah, the kid yeah, named yeah. Max. Yeah, Max. Is that your movie, I Max? See, I see how you... I see how you made the quote. <laughs> oh. Do you believe in ghosts? Absolutely. One thousand percent. I knew you were going to say that. Hell yeah. Is that why I spooked you so much? <laughs> Hell yeah. 
<laughs> but no, nah, I, I, I mean, if not ghosts, definitely energy. Um, I believe energy is, it's a real thing. I mean, there's nothing that anybody can tell me to tell me different. Like it's, it's, but yeah, we want to call it ghost. And yes, I believe in ghosts. I believe that there are ghosts everywhere. They're with you. They're within you. They're around you. Yeah, and they're living their own lives in their own realm. Nice. Do you think there's a ghost on the podcast with us? We're probably ghost to ghost. Oh, Ooh. shit. But don't you have to be a person to be a ghost? And then wouldn't you? So you wouldn't you know? In like classic ghost. Or do ghosts just. Can a ghost be born from a. You know. Yeah, can ghosts have little ghost babies and then they grow up to be ghost adults? Because don't you need like a. You know, don't ghosts come from. But maybe. <coughs> I don't know. Maybe everybody that dies. Maybe that's the birth of a ghost. Oof. Okay. Uh, okay. So like a ghost is from a person, but it's not that person. So yeah. it would be like a new life starting. So and then when the ghost dies, they're born a person. Oh, it's just an it's like, cycle. Yeah, because energy, what? Hold yeah, on, you it cannot be created that. or destroyed. Energy cannot Holy be created shit. or destroyed. Oh, dude. <laughs> we did it. We just solved life, dog. <laughs> oh, whoa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sheesh, that oh, got deep. Now I feel that energy. Got, yeah, right? <laughs> We just took sure. it. We just probably yeah. killed somebody. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of ghosts just <laughs> got born. Damn, born. What about cryptids? Do you believe in cryptids? Cryptids. Yeah. So like Sasquatch, Jersey Devil, fucking Mothman. Uh, um, I think a more. I'd say Sarah Jessica Parker. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. Um, just because I mean, there's no real evidence. I mean, they say there is, but. Who's really seen it? I mean, there's people who say they've seen it, but who's to say? Fuck, I don't know. I don't know. That yeah. I can say I don't know. Yeah. You know, that's the only thing you really can say. At the end of the day, do any of us? I mean, what the government just said? There's aliens. So yeah, that's I was. I don't, oh, I don't yeah. know about that one. I, I feel like no one's really talking. I don't, or people are talking about it, but everyone's like, but like what? Where are they, you know? And it's not even that. It's like, Facebook we already knew that. There's a lot of people that already knew that. I'm yeah. like, we've been trying to tell y'all this. Like, y'all new to this information, not me. It's just whether... There's movies about it. I saw an article where a uh, Peruvian village requested military assistance because they said they were being attacked by seven-foot-tall armored aliens. So... Do you think, when we see finally see these aliens that they've been hiding, which alien space movies are going to become documentaries like which one which movie do you think got aliens right signs signs the uh uh Shyamalan or yeah you know the movie was with Mel Gibson Mel Gibson signs yeah mm -hmm. I, been, I, think. I don't think I've seen that one you haven't I don't think so Science. Remember in the little girl, she would drink the water, but she would never finish it and put it all over the place. And they put like the tin caps on their head or the foil caps on their head. Tall, gray aliens. Uh, it was like, we'll pull up a Google digital image. I feel like I know what you're talking about. 
Yeah, you should. But it's been a minute since I even seen it. I'm bad at remembering movies, though. I know. When he asked me that, I just... That one was the movie, but... (laughs) (laughs) But when I clicked images, it just went to pictures of, like, street signs. Everywhere is sign. Oh, I remember this movie now. Yep. Okay. Do you I mean, shit, even as a reason, there have been people saying that they've seen these tall figures walking in the backyard and all this other shit. So I think that would be the perfect movie. That's a documentary. Absolutely. I've seen Dude. South Park. I think they're like 2D. There's <laughs> 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 <just> cardboard. <laughs> <laughs> I think that old 90s Scooby-Doo movie got them right. <laughs> like the big green heads. <laughs> but they were always people. Yeah, they were always people. They were always people. Mm. <sighs> Scooby-Doo. Except for the one zombie movie that was real zombies. The cats. The cats in Louisiana. That one was Okay, crazy. cats. You get abducted, and there's like, you're on a UFO with like 70 aliens. And they ask you to DJ for them. That's a big ass. What are you playing? Hell yeah. I'm just playing some high frequency sounds. (laughs) 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 Absolutely. Actually, nah. I'd probably. (laughs) It'd probably be fucking lit. (laughs) I'd probably play like some. There's like an Afro Latin um, genre that I play. And it's like a real. It's spiritual to me. It's like spiritual sounds because it has all the drums and everything in it. Um. Yeah, I'd probably play that or just some high frequency. That's what this guy's getting down to. Fuck yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Man, he looks like he's ready for the turn up. Dude, damn. <laughs> he's been on a bender. He's, uh, <laughs> if you're post, post-bender, post you're, you know, day or two detox, what's a day in the life for you? You've been um, going hard and you have two days to do nothing. Yes, it's nice. Um, I finally feel normal again like myself um day in life just riding my bike being outside being around people hanging out with people not drinking um i would say meditating but it's something i don't do that i want to i'm just gonna say it to manifest it and just keep it in the forefront of my mind um being by water yeah i love the sound of water love being in it haven't been in it a bunch this year but that could be the take a shower, man. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it ain't it ain't the same, you know. That would you drink your shower water? Like at what point? Like when it's coming out of the thing, or like after I've showered <laughs> with it? I just feel like I like being in like, like rivers and lakes. That's fair. Just, <laughs> there. We go. That was probably the wrong thing to say. No, I was just I being a dick. I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't be sorry. Don't be sorry. <laughs> for letting me be me yeah absolutely anything I can do to help you be you you can tell me okay alright I mean, I'm gonna be me regardless so don't try I think aliens hard. would like Toby Keith Toby Keith which one is Toby Keith he's the red solo cup guy oh he's just the first country singer, probably I don't think he'd, I don't think I think they'd be like shut this shit off or yeah, probably yes. fucking zap okay. him okay or whatever aliens do What's your favorite ring that's on your finger? This one, my Moldavite. Actually, I lied. 
It's gonna be this one, my turquoise ring. Is that yeah. a panther? In it Listen, or, or a I think it's a saber tooth tiger. That's pretty badass. I think a, uh, a customer when I was working at um, Verizon would come in every now and then. He'd always call me the guy with the rings, and um, he bought me like a two little baskets full of rings. I was like, pick whatever ones you want, and this was literally the best looking one in there. That one's sick. Yeah. Glad you said that one. It's been catching my eye the whole time. Yeah, if you look close, it almost looks like old boy from um, Ice Age. <laughs> <laughs> What's his fucking name? Not Sid, but no, the tiger. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, the saber tooth. Does it right, all right, all right, I'll get it. <laughs> he got technology in front of him, so okay, it's cool. Um. Diego. 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 There we go. Dude. Diego. That's a good name, too. Handsome fella. Um, what you got going on? What's, uh, what, what, if someone's into you, they, they're sold by you from this. What do, what do they have to Google to be all, all about you? No, it wouldn't have to Google. I just okay. come talk to me. Be real with me. Ask me questions. I'm a very open book. I've learned a lot of that from healing and being one with myself and not necessarily worrying about what anybody else has to say or think about me. Uh, One of my favorite uh, radio personalities, Charlemagne the God, he always says, live your truth so nobody can speak it against you. And I live by that day to day. Um, I like to have like deep conversations. There's this game that I have. It's a called tonight let's talk it's for couples but i use it with just about anybody friends or whatever and i take some snippets from it and then turn it into my own and just ask like deep questions i also have a friend down in salt lake he played this game with me and that opened my eyes to like really get in people's shit you know because surface level conversations you know you can have those with anybody but it's like how deep are you willing to go you know you want to know me so i'm gonna tell you everything you want to know about me and I would re- expect that in return, you know. I feel like that's motivating to some people. Like, damn, this dude is, like, putting it all out there. He ain't scared of shit. All right. I can do the same, you know. Yeah. yeah. I agree with that. Fucking what uh, I think more so, like, if people are trying to listen to your music... <laughs> Come see me live. Come see him live. I don't have anything Nothing uploaded. uploaded. And people always tell me I need to upload this, I need to upload that. I know. The only thing I'll upload is the first song that I ever make, and I'll just keep doing those. But mixes and songs, I just feel like they're completely different. Um, I don't want to do what everybody else is doing. I want people to hear about me and get excited and be like, all right. Everybody keeps saying, like, he's he's a pretty decent DJ, like, they don't know what you're going to play, but they know that it's going to be something good. You're, they're going to have fun. I just want people to have fun. I don't want them to expect me to play this playlist and I'm in this playlist. You know what I mean? I just want to give them an experience that you can't necessarily like run back to unless you come back and see me live. So, yeah. Instagram? IG, absolutely. Okay. At Rakim underscore P R A H K E E M underscore P. I got Facebook, but Facebook's more for my parents and my grandma and stuff. So 
people always I this is pet peeve. Uh-huh. Don't add me on Instagram and then find me on Facebook and add me. <laughs> it's one or the other. Pick your poison. <laughs> Cause I have like <laughs> four hundred firm requests on Facebook. I shit you not. But it's everybody that I follow on Instagram. I was like, I'm on Instagram more than Facebook. So that's why I'm going to interact with you more. So just stay there. Don't find me on Facebook. For what? For what? Fair enough. <laughs> you heard it. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, but not both. And out in the streets. Out in the streets. Yeah. We out here. I'm out here. And we are out of here. (laughs) Have a pretty good week. (laughs) Thanks, dude.